0: 720 WGN. Hey, it's Amy Guth here on the Win Trust Business Lunch. Thanks for being with us today and sharing part of your Saturday with us. Always grateful to you for that. Well... Lots to do still on the show. We are joined now in studio by a very special guest. Michelle Wooker is here. She is author of The Gray Rhino. And the full name of that, The Gray Rhino, How to Recognize and Act on the Obvious Dangers We Ignore. I can recommend this book. I have read it, and it is fascinating. And it it will change the way you think about things. And it will certainly make you, even if you're not, like, it's about business, but it will make you think about even, like, uh, I'm not going to worry about that until it happens. Mm -mm, Mm-mm, mm-mm. You're not going to do that anymore. You're going to be a lot more proactive after you read this book. I can vouch for that. Michelle, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So your book uh, came out April of last year, um, and it has been translated into five or Uh, so
1: languages. Five, Korean, Hungarian, coming out in Norway in the fall, and Chinese traditional
0: and Chinese simplified characters. So international
1: very international. It
0: is all around the land, and lots of people are reading it. and so when it came out uh, when it was the Chinese edition was released, it prompted a response, and there was an editorial written about it that has that had a quite an impact. Tell us about that, if you would. It's it's crazy. Uh, it's uh, it pretty much rocked the Chinese stock
1: market on Monday. Uh, I was traveling and and so I didn't really pay attention until sure. I got back to my desk and there were all these interview requests in my email. So the People's Daily, which is the official paper of the Chinese Communist Party, had written a front page official editorial warning about the need to deal with financial risk and speculation. And anyone in finance knows the term black swan, which mm-hmm. is the thing that's highly Improbable that you can't imagine, but they said we shouldn't just watch out for black swans, but also gray rhinos. The term that I came up with for obvious, highly probable events that still don't get the attention that they need and probably are not going to be resolved and that we're much less likely to deal with than we think. So the Chinese government used this as a way to communicate a major policy shift. And immediately the, the two small cap it, stock indexes in China crashed between 4 and 5% in a single day because they took it as a, single, as a signal that the government was, was going to crack down on speculators and try to take financial risk out of the
0: system. Well, not many people say that they have crashed the Chinese stock market. So that's a very unique claim to fame that you have there. I'm
1: still getting my head around I'm it. I'm
0: sure. So that, that's my next question. What what happened next and what did you do? You, you, you look at email. You have all these, all these requests for interviews. And what has happened since Monday? Well, Monday itself, the news stories started coming out, CNN Money, uh,
1: Bloomberg, Market Watch, Zero Hedge. And then the, the stories started getting translated all, the world, all over the world. It has come out in, um, in Turkish, in Vietnamese, in Spanish, in Portuguese. It's been republished in, in Qatar, in Malaysia, all over the world. People are saying, what's a gray rhino and why did it cause Chinese stocks to crash? And it's it's just incredible seeing how this term has really caught on and how it's making people think differently about risks. That for the last 10 years, people have been so worried about the highly improbable things that you can't imagine, mm-hmm. which is really sort of a cop-out. Sure. Because if something happens, you can say, oh, black swan. I never saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming. And I'm saying, no, the things that are going to trample you are things that you see right in front of you. And there are all sorts of reasons why we don't deal with them. And the Chinese government has come out and said, all right, we're going to deal with them. We're going to take a long-term, forward-looking stance, and we're going to do something about it before they get worse.
0: Right. How did you come up with the term gray rhino? So
1: I was trying to come up with a way to to talk more emotionally about policy things. I, I was a financial journalist and then uh, ran a think tank for a while, so I'm very, very geeky, and I love all the details of policy, but I realize that not everybody is quite as much of a nerd. So I wanted something that was easier to relate to. And I was writing about the Argentine financial crisis mm-hmm. and the Greek financial crisis, and Playing with this idea of the big, obvious, scary thing coming at you, and I was talking to a friend while I was brainstorming. I said, you know, it's big. It's like like two tons. It's charging right right at you. It's dangerous. It's it's got like a horn. It's a <laughs> and rhino. I was like, it's a rhino. And so then he made a, a black swan joke. He says, so mm-hmm. well, you can you can call it a black rhino. And I, you know, maybe saw rhinos at the zoo when I was a little kid, but I didn't know anything about rhinos. Um, I can tell you stuff. You. Now Can't. you
0: now you know a lot about rhinos. I'm you just sure. don't even way,
1: like, way TMI about rhinos. <laughs> I'm talking about rhino poop. Um, but <laughs> so so I said, but wait a minute, there, there, there is such a thing as a black rhino, but isn't there also a white rhino? Let me go to Wikipedia because I don't really understand. And that's when I realized that I had the perfect metaphor because black rhinos are not actually black, mm-hmm. white rhinos are not actually white, they're actually all gray. Mm-hmm. But until now, nobody talked about the most obvious thing, which is. The gray rhino. Mm-hmm. And so it was a great metaphor for this big, scary thing coming at you that you're just not seeing clearly. That no one wants to talk about. They, they don't want to talk about it. And, and I get asked a lot, well, so how is this different from the elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. And the elephant in the room is something that by definition, nobody says anything about and it just kind of stands there and the gray rhino is much more dynamic it's not just standing there it's coming right at you and it has a horn and it's, <laughs> it's, charging. And it's, it's, it's scary <laughs> although elephants i think I've, I've looked at lists of dangerous african animals i think actually hippos and rhinos are or, hippos and elephants are actually more d- dangerous than rhinos <laughs> uh which is kind of funny but but it's coming at you and i wanted to say hey you have a choice because the elephant room normalizes the fact that we do nothing it sort of says right. it's it's okay and i wanted to say no it's It's not a given that you're going to get trampled. It's not a given that nothing's going to happen. And the thing about the gray rhino is that many times people are talking about it, but they may not be. In fact, they're more likely not to be doing anything about Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to focus people's attention on that in an emotional way. Similarly to what the black swan did, but if you can't even imagine something, then it's pretty hard to prepare for it. And I wanted to say, look, if if you take all the energy that has gone into Black Swan, you look at how many gazillions of times that's mentioned if you do a Google search, what if we take that energy and put it towards something that we actually know about that we can think about and strategize for. Just what would that look like? And we're starting to
0: see what it looks like in China and hopefully the rest of the world. Yeah. And so when we, when we are thinking about the gray rhino to help, to help listeners get their head around what that is, what are some examples of some, some perhaps famous or notable ones? So the big one is the 2008 financial crisis. Mm-hmm. Everybody said nobody saw it
1: coming. In fact, you know Alan Greenspan, for quite some time afterwards, still said nobody saw it coming. But if you do a LexisNexis search of mentions, you look at there was some fantastic journalism about it. Um, I even I bought an apartment in New York City in uh, in 2000, and by 2004 it had almost doubled in price, and it was pretty obvious to me that something not quite right was going on. I actually sold that. Apartment and a lot of people didn't, and they lost a lot of money because they bought in at the highs and you know they, they didn't sell and they're, they're way underwater. Uh, another, even more uh, 30,000 foot one is climate change. You know, we see the the Antarctic ice sheets breaking off. Uh, We see crazy weather. Weather. I was in Beijing in May. It was 100 degrees. And we see all this stuff going on. There's very clear scientific evidence about why it's going on. And still a significant number of people don't want to deal with
0: it. In fact, they outright deny it. Mm -hmm. And and what is what really strikes me about your book and what I really enjoyed about it was so much of how to think about the tactical approach. Once you can see that rhino and say, okay, this is a thing, instead of just going, well, this is a problem, this is a thing we should do. Someone should do something. My Somebody motto, do right. something. My motto is if you catch yourself saying, someone's got to do something about this, then that someone should be you. Even if you can't fix the whole thing, you can do something. So that's my motto in life. And this, this book is really, um, I really enjoyed the the way to think about and approach those tactical pieces of it. Very much so. And one of the things that I think is very
1: important to recognize is It's okay to say, oh, I'm not doing a good job of dealing with Mm. something. Because unless you recognize that, you're not going to get better. And so I think by saying, hey, it's human, it's normal, yeah, it's obvious, yeah, I'm not dealing with it, but I can actually do better, I have a chance to change something, it gives you a lot more power. And one of the reasons that people don't do something is that they feel they don't have a chance to change things, that mm-hmm. they don't have any power. And I think that feeling of helplessness, of lack of agency, is why the United States is where it is right now. Lots and lots and lots of people feeling, I can't do anything. The politicians aren't doing anything. Let's just blow everything up. Mm-hmm. Because then at least something is happening. You know, the something in, in quotes.
0: Right, so that there's some momentum somewhere. Something's happening. Right, indeed. The book is called The Gray Rhino, How to Recognize and Act on the Obvious Dangers We Ignore. It is by Michelle Wooker. She is here in studio with us. Thank you so much for being with us today. Everybody, go find this book. I highly, highly recommend it. All right, we're going to take a little break, come back in just a bit, and we are going to be talking with the editor of Blue Sky Innovation about a recent story about a Chicago company that perhaps, well, there's some murky stuff going on, and we're going to talk about that when we come back here on 720 WGN.